This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's nothing I want more in this world than perky boobs. I don't want big boobs. I want perky boobs. I'm with you. I want to be able to wear tank tops with no bra. I don't want big boobs, but I want them to be up. A picture of me was taken over the weekend in a tank top with no bra, and I looked like a grandma. Because my boobs looked like they were down to my knees. We're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Live from another bar. Another bar. We're at Mad Morton's here in West Village, which is where we had our first meetup. So it's kind of sentimental. And my birthday. And, oh my God, Sorry. <laughs> you know what i think we had your birthday here first or second i think my birthday was here first and then we were like let's do the meetup here because it was so well done like easy going and what's behind you on the bar that's the only empty bottle little miss pink whitney she's the cutest bottle on every bar because she's all pink and as you guys know this podcast is presented by pink whitney so head to your local bar today or mad morton's if you're in west village or new york and shoot your shot by all of your friends a shot of pink whitney um yeah, you know, it just kind of hit a nerve. I took a lot of those on set Sunday. Uh, and there you go. I was going to say, um, <laughs> I, I heard that you, as it heard, you told me, took like 11 shots of Pink Whitney. And uploaded some of the Mean Girl clips to my personal account. <laughs> no, I was dying. You go to Alex's Instagram, it's just like me. I and mean, I'm like, okay, I'll take it. It was the second one I had done that day, so I had to leave it. Like, I deleted the first one, and I was like, at this point, you have to just, that's the clip. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I literally can't. Uh, speaking of that, how was your weekend? You know, it was so much fun because I went to Talladega and I wrote down, obviously some of my takeaways. I'm just going to tell you one right off the top. I didn't realize how much guys love boobs and they're not like, wait, wait, wait. can you please phrase it? How you did yesterday screaming at a children's <laughs> park. I was like, guys love tits. They do because I didn't, and I didn't realize it didn't matter what they looked like. So Talladega has this boulevard, which they call like the bourbon street of NASCAR. So you walk down it and you can, people are standing on ladders, like there's stripper poles, but they're just like brooms. Like it's kind of like this makeshift, like club all outside. And I was just standing there in the middle of it. And I was looking around at all these guys just standing there, staring at girls, flashing them, but it could be like a 60 year old shriveled up raisin kind of gal. And these guys are just like, and I'm like, okay, so they don't need like a perky set of like hot tits. Like they're just looking at boobs in general. And every single guy was just stopped in their tracks staring. Yeah. I always wondered that, like, to what degree do guys even care what something looks like? I don't think they care at all because have you ever been to like the nastiest strip club, yes. but you're still there. And, and the guys where I went to college, the cheapest pitcher of beer was at the strip club. But there was, there was pregnant strippers. I mean, and they were smoking. Like, it was this whole thing. And you would think that we wouldn't really... No, we sat there, we paid, and we watched. I mean, in North Dakota, we went to a strip club for my birthday, and the guys loved the six-year-old women dancing on stage. And it, if anything, it's a boost of confidence, because you're like, if they love that, I mean, like, what am I? Well, <laughs> like, exactly, because like, I've always been a little insecure. I'm like, well, they're so little, I don't know. But now I'm like, I don't care. Okay, I saw this thing yesterday. If you massage your boob with um, olive oil, it enhances the blood circulation. And so it can be the difference between like a saggy boob, that, like a nipple that points down versus like a perky one. What? I know. And but I think it would be true. Permanently or just like temporary massage it lasts like a few hours? No, I think permanently. I think and the more you do it over time, I think the more the blood circulates and the more like it perks it up. And it has to be olive oil? Well, I think it could be anything, but it, this one did say olive oil. And where do you massage it? Like you just massage around it, but in an upward, it's kind of like, you know, when you massage your face, you go towards your ear for lymphatic drainage. This said go up. I'm going to start doing that every day. I did it last night. There's nothing I want more in this world than perky boobs. I don't want big boobs. I want perky boobs. I know I'm with, I'm with you. I want to be able to wear tank tops with no bra. I don't want big boobs, but I want them to be up. I, a picture of me was taken over the weekend in a tank top with no bra and I looked like a grandma. Because my boobs looked like they were down to my knees. Wait, no, they didn't. No, it didn't. No, not that picture. This this picture was not posted. Oh, <laughs> I, I, but like I'm standing there, kind of like 
hunched, not like hunched over, but it, my boobs look like they're down to my belly button. Your posture has gone back to bad. Has it really? I noticed it yesterday. I forgot to tell you. Right now it's good. So that's interesting. Well, that's because I used to like this. Yeah. I noticed it yesterday though. When I looked over on the park bench at you, I was like, wait, no, she hasn't done that in a while. Oh no. I'll start telling you. Thank you. It's probably all the traveling I've been doing. Okay. Tell me about your weekend because obviously you told us last weekend that you were going to <laughs> now you're back. So how? First of all, I never said where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's bleep true. that. Can we get a bleep? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and want me to say his name too and give out his phone number? <laughs> and social security. Yeah. And how you know him and what, who the mutual friend is. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, I'm not dead. I'm alive. Thank goodness. Um, what did your mom say? Did she even like notice or say anything? So my mom definitely knows, but my mom is one of those people that respects boundaries. So she's not going to bring it up until I bring it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's not going to be like, Jordan, she'll just like, she could probably wait it out months. Mm-hmm. If you, if you breach the topic with her, will she like smirk? And she's like, oh, I know. Oh yeah. Okay. Cute. She'll be like, I'm waiting for you to tell me. Um, <laughs> cute, I like it. But I hope she doesn't. Cause I don't, I don't know. It's a, well, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of nice actually that she can listen and just knows. Yeah. And then like, she'll get an update right here. So Tracy, this one's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, it was a great weekend. We had a lot of fun. Um, but I have to talk to you guys about the travel experience I had because it was the worst experience of my entire life. And I literally thought the universe was like, Jordan, this is a sign not to go. You're done. Okay. Tell us. So I always kind of had like a gut feeling. I was like, something's going to go wrong traveling. Like, you know, when you, you feel like the flight will be delayed. Yes. And I was like, something's going to happen. So I got to the airport. The flight was delayed only 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, wait, this is great. Easy peasy. I knew the weather was bad in the location that I was going. And we got on the plane. And the plane ride turned from three hours to five hours because we were trying to avoid the storms. Mm-hmm. So the pilot was like, hey, we're just going to take an alternate route. It's going to be about a five-hour flight now. And I'm like, all right, I might as well just go to LA at that point. But then as we're flying, all of a sudden, like, I'm panicking a little bit just because, like, when you're in the sky that long, not prepared, I don't know about you guys, but I get claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can I trust the pilot? Are we ever going to touch the ground? Am I dead? I don't know. But I was sitting in the plane seat, and on Delta on the TV, it shows you how much left of your flight. And all of a sudden, it went from 35 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. And I was like, am I a hostage? Like, I literally thought that this plane was, like, going to go down, and I was going to die. Because I was like, in what world would the flight just become an extra hour and a half long? Mm -hmm. And I was panicking. I was like, this is the worst travel experience ever. And then all of a sudden the pilot's like, hey, so uh, we can't land anytime soon. And we don't have enough gas to keep hovering over the place you're supposed to go. So we're going to make an emergency landing in Oklahoma. (laughs) Out of all places. (laughs) OKC, baby. (laughs) And you're like, I've, I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> I literally was like, you could be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so we go to Oklahoma. The, the pilot's like, it's only going to be like 45 minutes. We're going to fill up on gas. We'll, then we'll fly to the next location. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. Um, three hours later. Oh, no. Three hours no. later. We're like all hanging out on the plane. Like, on the plane? Stuck yeah. on it? Well, we could leave, but if you leave, you have to bring everything with you. And it's just like a process to get back on. But like we were there for so long that all of us people were like hanging out. We were like drinking wine, talking. You had friends. I had friends. And the flight attendant gave you free wine, right? Yes. Which I think should be required at this point. Um, yeah. Like fully. So I was like drinking a little, but then I was like, all right, what's gonna happen? And the pilot was like, Okay, we're good, we're gonna leave. So I was like, All right. Three hours later we're gonna leave. And then he go then we sitting there for another thirty minutes and he goes, all right, guys, I have bad news. We don't know if we're going to make it there tonight because the storm is so bad. And I'm like, if I have to say, I was literally like, if I stay in Oklahoma, I'm just going to go home back to New York the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to yeah, this location. Yeah. And then finally, after like 30, 45 minutes, he finally was like, air, air traffic control is going to let us land. And um, we finally got to the location and it was a 12 hour travel day for me. And then when they say they'll, they'll let you land, don't you, don't you kind of wonder like, what does that mean? Like, I don't want to risk, like you don't want to risk the landing. Like, what do you mean they're going to let us? Cause like, I want to live. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go that bad. <laughs> no, fully. I was like, um, but at that point I also like just wanted to like end it. Cause was, like, this was the worst travel day of my life. I'm like sweaty. I'm hot. I feel disgusting. We're about to go to a strange man's house at midnight at that point. Well, and you're excited. Yeah, like you're so excited. Vibe weird when you got there. Like, were you like all flustered and like thrown off? I was, but it honestly made for good conversation. Cause then I could just complain about that for the whole car ride. Cause I was like, what oh, so we picked you up from the airport. 
Yeah. Oh, well, ahead, as go, 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 go. A, wait, wait, as opposed to what? Well, I don't know. I feel like these days it's like people just get Ubers often. Oh, if he did that you know at midnight I mean? after no. that day, he would I mean, I'm done. so happy he did that. I would have killed him. Like, I thought maybe he would call you an Uber. So I had a I had a friend text me and, and they were actually wondering what's the pickup scenario from the airport for you. Oh. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, well, number one is he must pick her up. Number two would be he could send, he could call the Uber or send a driver, but in no scenario because you paid for the flight, would you Uber herself? Yeah, That's and he, like, I, sense. Would, I would have flipped out. Because, yeah, I did pay for the flight. Yeah, so I would have been freaking out. Also, everyone coming at me, I did pay for the flight. The amount of people who've been like, oh, it must be nice to have a guy pay for your flight. I'm like, bitch, I paid for my own flight, okay? And you should. Well, Even no, I don't so, know if I agree like, with that. Okay. <laughs> no, like, no, exactly. Like, like, like projection. <laughs> Anyways, next topic. <laughs> no, legit. Like, no, really, who cares? This is where I've gotten with things in life. I don't really care who pays for what. Like, they're like, oh, that's not true. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. <laughs> I think he should pay for the majority of things. But I also think there's a level of, like, coolness if you did. Like, oh, yeah. that's respectful. I would never, even if he offered, I would never let him pay for my flight. Because at the end of the day, it's like, we're not making billions of dollars over here. Like, I don't need, sorry, I didn't mean that, like, in any way, shape, or form. That was just a number that came out of my mouth. We're not making, like... It's not like he's making like all the money in the world. Right. It's not like I'm making all the money in the world. So it's like we both have jobs. We're both trying to like live life. We're in our 20s. Like he doesn't need to pay for my flight. No, I think there's a line where guys should pay. Yes. But I don't think this was one of them. No, not at all. Like I think the rule should be like if he ever came to New York, I think it would be like you pay for your flight and then I will pay for some of the, the meals. You would love to. Like you want to split those costs and things. Yeah. I think that's kind of how it should be. Like whoever pays for the flight, the other person pays for like the activities you do because it usually probably will end up being about the same yeah well, now let me ask you this because we we will contradict that statement in about three episodes yeah so let's go ahead and do it now <laughs> so he makes significantly more than you okay do you still want to split things because in that scenario if i'm single i don't because i can save more sorry this is in my scenario where we're like on even playing fields if he's like some 40 year old man who's like making a big dollar his bank account is up big capital b he can pay okay so you're down for him to pay you just so you're looking at the scenario of like what people are making and then you're like doing an analysis well you know let me contradict myself i mean i knew you would and i knew it'd be the easiest thing to get you to do so when i went paid for everything (laughs) another bleep so when I went there, he paid for everything, and I thought that was the most respectful thing, and it was so sweet of him, because the plane ticket, like, was hefty, and also, like, I thought that was just very gentleman-like of him to pay for everything. We said maybe, what, eight to ten episodes ago, if if a guy takes you and your friend out to eat, and even if he can't pay for it, like, he has to figure out a way to pay for it, had you gone to wherever you went, and you paid for your flight there, and he didn't pick up all the meals that would there just has to be an aspect of you that would have been turned off by that oh i would have been i probably would have stopped talking to be honest with you okay because in the back of my head you made such a valid point and that came from a boy who said that so i feel like it's valid where it's like then don't entertain the idea of somebody coming to visit you if you can't afford them to come visit you correct yeah or don't pick these restaurants or just don't have me come yeah, like just or set up expectations to be like, hey, you might really like me as a person, but I can't really do the meal thing, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but because like you have to realize, like if you're if you're seeing somebody long, and I'm not saying we're in a long distance relationship, but if you are, you know it's going to be an expensive one. It just is. Like, just don't do it if you can't afford the flights and like the entertainment. Don't even ask her to come. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's true. So I do. Okay. So I think that there's. I don't know that we have like cracked the code, but all in all, guys do. should pay. Fully, fully. And it just means a lot to girls if they do. Like he, if a, guy, a girl's coming to visit, you have to plan the itinerary Must. and pay and he did both. Got up and <laughs> we were talking earlier. We were like, okay, guys have so many more opportunities to like make a girl's day. Like send her flowers, postmates her something, pay for, like they have all of these incredible chances to just be like, boom, got her. Like, there you go. Like, what do we get to do? Like send a nice text. If I was a guy, I would be rolling <laughs> in the girls. Like I get in a fight with the girl flowers they're a girl's going on a trip 
sending flowers to the hotel room. Like, what? hey, there's something nice at your door. Like, all all the guy needs is your address. You're tired? Gift card. Make it rain. Coffee. Boom. We get like, in a fight? Call. <laughs> like, they have so many chances. And it's like, so, I can't imagine, like, a world where they don't take them. And also, so I have this thing, too, where I can be an amazing girlfriend okay but i don't think i can show that to a guy until they prove themselves to me because i've realized like if you're too nice to a guy in the beginning they just don't try well you train them it's amazing to me it's like with an employee what you do day one is what they expect from there on out and it's so much harder to rewire their brain than what they expect right off the bat like i learned with you immediately schedule like it's like okay got it but if you like started whipping schedules on me like month three i'd be like i can't change yeah it's like if you're dating someone and right away, like, I'm, like, sending them gift cards. I'm being, like, this nice person. They're going to be like, well, this is great. I don't have to do anything. But if it's, like, a little challenging in the beginning and then, like, a month or two in, that's when, like, the nice stuff comes. They're like, oh, like, okay, so this is what we get after I behave well. Yeah, rewarding. <laughs> Good behavior gets rewarded. And, and I think another thing with guys, too, is, like, what they do at the beginning, they don't get better at it. They get no. worse. So like the signs they show you at the start where it's like they can't, they don't call a lot or they're not like super flirty. Like they're not going to get like more flirty or not. They're not going to send you more gifts. No. They're going to send you less gifts as it goes on. We're going to send you more. Like we girls get nicer and guys don't get better by age. Like Mm-mm. that's the way they are at like 25. Uh, and it only gets, it only gets worse. Okay. I, I was sent this um, clip of Ryan Gosling in a movie. Oh, and he was talking about how he was like, it's so funny. Guys are more romantic than girls are because girls will end up settling for a guy. Like they'll be like, I just want one that works hard and, you know, can kind of pay the bills. and He's a pretty good companion where a guy is like, I can pretty much get anybody. So he saves up for the one that he can't live without. No, I know. I know. I, I wanted to dispute it too, but it was really sweet. And I ended up buying it because guys do do that. They're always like, I can't live without her. So I want her. I mean, let me tell you, I know plenty of men. No, that's a lie. I know some few. (laughs) I can list off on three fingers, not even five. Of like girls who are dating guys who, who like if you're having a bad day, flowers are being sent to your house. Like if you're sick, soup immediately gets arrived. Like it's, I don't know a lot of them, but I have friends who have boyfriends like that. And they were like that from the get go. They didn't do that after three years. Okay. But also, you know what you and I are? We love an act of service. Yeah. Now think about a guy that did that but couldn't talk to you emotionally. Like, what's well, well they should be perfect already. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I have the standard, and um, but you know, I was thinking about that because I was like, some of my friends have those guys that will send that gift, yeah. but then I'm like, they'll be like, but he can't for the life of me go below the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Like my boyfriend of five years, the moment we started dating, like he would like immediately like top dog, and it just got better. Yeah, because, but like, sorry, not better. Like, it like seemed to get better because like he was just that type of person, right? And then I've dated someone where it's like, um, we've been together how long, and I haven't even gotten a letter or a a card. Yeah, well, and you know what I always think too? What? It's so messed up. But of all the love languages, if they like acts of service or those are the that's the easy one because it doesn't take a lot of emotional depth to be like let me get on postmates and send you a bunch of tic tacs send yeah and it could mean the world to them but you didn't have to like dig deep in your soul and like be vulnerable no <laughs> you just had to like spend ten dollars like if you're having a bad day i buy you a thing of tic tacs <laughs> and uh, that w- that's all i needed because you showed me you cared i don't need a an emotional conversation with you and it shows you that you i listened and you read the room and then you acted accordingly it's not that hard to be a guy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you, and you never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. You guys know Mean Girl Pod is a huge proponent of therapy, and with the stresses of everyday life, it can feel like we're being pulled in a million different directions. Because of this, our own mental health and well-being can sometimes take a back seat to our everyday lives. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Nobody wants to feel that way. So therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you're thinking of starting therapy... 
Give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's amazing. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash girl. Happy therapying. Love it. Oh, speaking of therapying. Oh, I was on an airplane. Wait, what about the lifestyle? I just want to tell you this really okay. clear. I'll forget <laughs> it. <laughs> I know we're heading into much more in-depth waters than this one, but I do have one for you. Well, number one, have you, do you know that guys sit peeing down on airplanes? Oh, wait, what? What? Yeah, guys most of the time sit peeing down on airplanes. And they just like tuck it? Well, wait, you know guys can sit peeing down. Yeah. But like, why would they on an airplane? Well, I think the turbulence or something like probably makes it hard to aim. Who told you that? Uh, this girl texted it to me and then I decided I would research it. Of course I feel would. like you always use like anecdotal things <laughs> as like a, like a broad statement. Like one person told you that they Someone? pee sitting down and she's like, did you, go, did you know guys pee sitting down? It's so like I, one person told her. No, someone commented on something like, they're like this blonde somehow makes us all think that she studied every topic in college. And I was like, wait a second, she's really good at that. Did you know? <laughs> no, like I'm a- one person. You guys, I was on debate team for a second. I can like flush yeah, out. Can <laughs> I can like, d- yeah, no. <laughs> Sometimes my mom would be like, the only, like, you don't even have to be right in an argument, but they're not going to want to argue with you again because it's just like, I don't know what you just said. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> it was so confusing and said it with such like conviction. It's like, all right, she's right. Well, it's like, you know, cool, my, I told Alex, like if she got into a fender bender and she hit the person, she would find a way to convince the person that it was their fault. <laughs> Even if she's like drunk or something, she's like, it's your fault. They'd be like, oh, it's my fault. Oh, literally, DUI. They pay me. She talked to me. Yeah. The cop arrests himself. It's like, what? No, actually, he would. I can totally see that. As long as you stop talking, I'll arrest myself and I'm good to go. Just a word salad. Um, no, I did, but I do research. I did ask all of my guy friends, I was like, do you ever pee sitting down on an airplane? And they were like, yeah, all the time. Interesting. Because it's so small in there. So one of the guys at NASCAR asked me if I've ever peed in a urinal. And I was like, I have. Have you yep. ever tried to aim in a urinal? Wait, which oh, way? Sorry, I thought you said outhouse. <laughs> what? <laughs> have you peed in an outhouse? No, not a porta potty, an outhouse. Yes, I have. Oh, there's a difference? <laughs> yeah. Um, What's an outhouse? <laughs> like, like from Shrek? Yeah, like in Yellowstone. Oh, porta potty. You've peed in a porta potty. Yes, but I've not peed in a urinal. You've never peed in a Okay, because then the next question was, did you go front or back into it? I have. I went front. Same, also a fronter. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was difficult to aim. And I thought it was cool that guys had that. That's okay. That's all. <gasps> I'm dead. Just said, I didn't know if you knew about the guys peeing sitting down on the airplanes. It makes sense, though, because if, tur- if there is turbulence, like that pee's going everywhere. And if it's like small in there, you just want to sit down and just point it down. Like they don't need to necessarily be standing or sitting. Like we need to be sitting to pee. Wait, why can't they just hold it? They, they can. I'm just saying for us, it's very difficult to pee standing up for a guy. They could be down or up and it's like six to one, half a dozen to another. Okay. It's interesting. The yeah. more you know. Well, food for thought. Food for thought. Okay. Lifestyle versus love. Um, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> a transition. I can't. Just states the topic. <laughs> Just, Lifestyle or love? Oh, what about it? <laughs> okay, so somebody DM'd us and was like, what do you think about guys that can give you the lifestyle you want versus the love that you want? Because most of the time she was saying they're not the same thing. Like a guy that can take you to the places you want to go isn't the guy that loves you how you want to be loved. Honestly, that like is very interesting because I... At this point in my life, and I hope it changes one day, I don't think you can have both. Or, I mean, I don't think you can have both, like, perfectly. I think you can marry the, the billionaire who gives you, like, the Hamptons and, and the beautiful apartment and, like, the wine, the vacations, but he probably won't love you properly. Or you could have the guy who's maybe, I don't even want to say an occupation because I don't want to offend anyone, that has like a less an occupation that makes less, but he just loves you so much that you can't even breathe or even you hate being without him. But I don't know if you can have both. So I know. Okay. So, well, one, I was thinking about it. Like the guy that gives you butterflies, mm-hmm. that's probably in the category of love. Yeah. Like 
you can get butterflies at the beginning if he's giving you the lifestyle you want, mm-hmm. but it's not, that won't last forever. That has like a shelf life. Correct. It was like I was reading this morning about um, fulfillment and you think it comes from like money or success, but it's like a false sense. Yes. It's the same thing with the feeling of like the guy's like, I'll fly you here and then I'll wine and dine you and your best friends. You're like, oh, okay. Well, a year down the road, you're like, I just want you to like love me. Like give, I want butterflies. I just want a hug. Yes. I need to hold yeah. me. Now. The lifestyle does, it fades. It fades. But I was thinking about this. So the, it was a girl that DM'd us and we're girls. Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I was like, that's not we a are. guy. That's not a guy thing. They're not sitting there saying she can give me the lifestyle I want versus the love. Oh, you know what they might be saying though? She's giving me the lifestyle that I can live better or the love. Like, is she going to be a stay-at-home mom so I can go off and golf with the boys mm-hmm. and work? Or is she going to be a workhorse where we have to kind of con- split the kids and all that stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, but in that, so like in that scenario for them, it's so funny because when we said lifestyle, we were like the guy that can fly us, that yeah. can do all these things. For them though, it's like, the kids sit scenario. Yeah, it's like more how I guess you're living at home, but we're not giving them the lifestyle. We're like fitting into theirs. We're allowing them to have the lifestyle that they want. If 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 we fit in the component of it. Yeah. Or it's like, do they look for... For them, I think they could have both. Yeah. I think we could be both. I think we could love them a certain way and give them whatever lifestyle that is. Yeah. Because some guys want a girl that looks really pretty on their arm. Like that is their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like the candy. Yeah. Well, and sometimes too with like guys, like, the lifestyle maybe he'll be like the best friend but he's not going to be like that that man who just makes you like you said get those butterflies like you can date the best friend i don't know if you're gonna be as happy like it might fade but you could date the best friend who gives you the lifestyle but i just don't know can you get can you date the lifestyle that also gives you the butterflies of love so oh you mean by best friend you mean like the one that's like that's like a good roommate like a great roommate yeah yeah like i think there's plenty of people who marry like a roommate or best friend type. And they're, they're not attracted to each other, but they don't fight. They have the best time ever, but their their sex life's eh. They don't they don't feel like that like love inside. Yeah, and with that love, I think comes highs and lows. I think you erupt and you fight, mm-hmm. and then you're like so you love each other. But with the best friend, I think it's just like yeah, no good. It's all good, but it's not like passionate. Yeah, but you're like no, he's great. Like I dated the best friend for for five years, and for five years it was great. But then one day I was like, I need more. And to some people, that's not broke, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, I think, I can think of a lot of my friends' parents. And I'm like, they're never, they, they parent better than anybody, probably. Yeah. You know, because they're just like stable. Yeah. But it's like, I guess you have to look at you and be like, what do you want? Because I've also dated the person that gives me those butterflies, but it was like intense. It's, and you had to manage that too. Yeah. So overall, you're just never going to win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a lose, lose, lose. It's a lose, lose, lose situation here. Speaking of lose, lose, I have a question for you guys. Little little situation. Ooh, I love situations. <laughs> I feel like this whole episode's like questions, but I kind of love it. Yeah. So somebody said. <laughs> so my guy friend, he just started dating this this girl that he like really likes. Like they they met like two weeks ago and I've like already spent like so much like time together. It's like one of those like electric things. But she just got out of a like a four year relationship, I wanna say, like around St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. So he's a little bit like, is this too soon? Like, am I the rebound? Like, I guess like how soon after like a a major breakup, like is too soon. I get being scared if somebody just got out of a relationship and it's like a month later and then they're like fast and furious Mm -hmm. and they like want to be in a relationship with you because then you look at that person and you say, are you just a relationship person? Like, do you need somebody to exist? And I think the way you can tell that is like, have you, how long have you been single? You ask them and they're like, oh, I'm not, I've never really been single. Like, it's so funny. I've always had a boyfriend flag. Yes. But if they're like, I mean, I dated him for a year before that. I was single for four years. And like, I can't believe I met you one month after. Like, I kind of wanted to be single. That's a normal response. And I don't have as many red flags there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that there's a rule for it of how long you're supposed to be single. I think it's entirely how they handle it. Yeah. I think like there's two things that would make me nervous. One would be, like you said, like, can you just not be alone? Like, are you just dating to date versus like actually wanting a partner? Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like it's attractive if a guy's like, yeah, I've actually been single for like a year, just kind of working on myself. So that would kind of be a red flag. And the second one would be, I'm like, am I a rebound? 
Like, do you even know what you want this quickly after a breakup? Are you just trying to cope and or not cope? Are you just trying to cover up the feelings of the person who broke your heart? Like, am I a bandaid? Yes, because, okay, this is one thing I've been thinking about recently is history, I think, does repeat itself. If you don't get therapy. Scandival. Yeah. Shout out Vanderpump Rules. What was it? Scandival. Oh, did, was that? A, was that? So let me talk about Vanderpump Rules for a second. Okay. So 10 years ago. Uh, Tom Sandoval was dating Kristen and he cheated on her with Ariana and left her. Well, they both cheated on each other, but he cheated on her with Ariana and left her for Ariana. And they've since been dating for 10 years since then. And he just had a seven month affair with their friend mm-hmm. and everyone's saying like, you get him how you, you lose him, how you got him kind of thing. If yeah. he'll do it for you, he'll do it to you. Yeah. And like, it. if you go back and like, look at the old like season, like the reunions, like it's like really sad. Cause it's like, Oh my God, if you only knew what would happen in 10 years, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what makes me think of that. Like history does repeat itself. No, I think it does. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think, I think especially with love, like I do think there's a scenario where people can change. Then I think you have to account for the people People can change. Like, you can grow. But I think when it comes to, like, your love habits, if you look at somebody and they've always had somebody, a significant other, then they probably don't want to be single for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And then they're always going to need somebody. Like, that's not the person that's ever going to stop and be like, let me work on myself. Yeah. And I feel like their identity is always that other person. Mm -hmm. They change. And then, and you'll know by their friends, too. Because you're like, and they're always serious girlfriends. Yes. And they love bomb you. I think yes. that's how you know, right? Like, it's almost like, I think if they jump into things really quick and they're like, meet the family, like, come to this thing with me. It's like, they're almost trying to repl- like pick up where they left off with the seriousness of their last relationship with the new person instead of like starting at ground zero. They yeah. can't, Does that make sense? They can't take it slow. Yeah. And they're like professional daters and they have this like path where you meet their friends. Mm-hmm. They, all, they want you to leave the toothbrush at their house and they want you to go and all these things and you're like, whoa, whoa, it's too fast for me. But they're like, no, I need you to. And then they push you out. Like it repeats itself and then it's a cycle. Yeah, it's so hard because there's so many scenarios. And sometimes you hear those stories where people dated someone for four years. They broke up and met the love of their life a month later and it all worked out. But sometimes like I have friends from high school who we all have that one friend where like that girl is just always in a relationship how does she find all these guys she's just always in a relationship and and it's not they're never they are never the one that can date like three guys at once no it is and they are obsessed with him and then you stop seeing them as much and if she comes to something he's coming Oh, yeah. And it's like three-year relationships apiece. Yes. That's where I think we've got the flags. Now, if it's one where it's like, I mean, yeah, we dated for a little bit, but like I've been single for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven months. And if somebody can like own why, if somebody is deleted, all the photos of their ex-boyfriend or girlfriend on their Instagram page, I'm like, what are we hiding? Mm. You did that? You deleted the photos? I was... 22 years old. Okay, that's fine. I probably I mine. I probably deleted well, I friends. The ones I looked fire in. Fair. It was more <laughs> just for of, myself. It was more of I think I was. It was. I just didn't know what to do. I was spiraling, and I was like, I can't see his face every day. That's valid. Yeah, mm. but for but now I would never. These days, it's like yes, of course I dated that person. I think if you get divorced, I mean, get them off there if you want. Yes. <laughs> we don't need the wedding photos living on there. But if no. you dated them, it's like okay, it's good to be able to scroll back and be like, yeah, I did date them, but we broke up. Here's why. I'm like, cool, normal, moving right along. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's that's a hard one. It really makes you think because I think at the back of your head, you're always going to be like, am I the rebound? Mm-hmm. Am I just the the band aid? Oh, I don't know. I think he just seems to beware. You know what else? What? I've been thinking. Well, I haven't been thinking it till just now. Just started thinking it. Now I'm thinking <laughs> that. Also, I think a big flag is if they had a girlfriend any time in the past six months and they've broken up with them and like you're sitting there talking and they start to compare you to them, but to make you feel better about yourself. So they'll be like, you know what? My ex was not very social. You're so social. I love it. It's like a mm-hmm. false sense of bonding. Yes. Like you, they think that you two are getting closer, but you're not. And all he's doing is putting her down to make you feel better, but you don't actually get stronger. And it's like, I hate the comparison of exes or like talking shit on like another spouse that you had to be like, to make the other one feel better. It's like, it doesn't work. Or even just them bringing up the ex in general. Cause you know, some people just talk about their ex all the time and you're like, bro, you're not. You're not over them at all. Or like you're still mad or like, yeah, I don't want you to be mad or sad. I want you to be like completely not thinking about them. Yes. 
at, at any capacity. I want them to be removed from your memory for the rest of your life. Yeah. If somebody says like my ex, I'm like, oh, this is too bad. Like me? I'm the only girl in your life forever and always. Yeah. They can tell you that they have an ex and here's why. Yes. And then, and then it can be put to rest and then I never want to hear about it again if I were you. Yes, fully. Yeah. So I guess the answer is there's no amount of time, but I do think it's alarming if somebody's always been in a relationship. Like that to me is the flag. That's the biggest red flag is yeah. they've never been single. I think you just have to like watch. I think he'll just have to like watch her actions, see like how she acts and just like, I mean, if it, if it bothers him, like communicate about it. And love bombing is like, that's scary. I would be like, oh, we got to, we got to take a break here. Yeah. Quick pause to talk about Mamitas because Cinco de Mayo is almost here. In fact, it's this Friday and you should bring the party to Cinco de Mayo with the one and only Mamitas tequila seltzer. Mamitas is here to help you make the most out of every moment this Cinco de Mayo. I know we're so excited. We've been talking about it. We're like, um, yes, nothing says Cinco de Mayo like a refreshing tequila seltzer. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo with Mamitas. The amazing, delicious flavors are mango, pineapple, lime, and the new cocktail pack, Paloma, Spicy Marg, Classic Marg, and Tequila Sunrise. Speaking of, here's the Spicy Margs. My favorite is the Paloma Long Live. What's yours? Uh, pineapple or the regular Marg. Oh my gosh, the regular Marg's amazing. Made with real tequila and only 95 calories. Find it on drinkmamitas.com. Cheers to Cinco de Mayo. Cheers. And get a pack of Amitas to hang out with all of your best friends. And you can really bring the party with that because if you take those, put them on ice. Oh my God, you can just drink them all day. It's the best. I love Amitas. They're so good. Can I ask you guys a question? No. <laughs> Since we're all about questions today. Okay, what's your question? Okay, when you are... <laughs> Stop! I can't. <laughs> you don't even know if I'm going to ask. You don't act like you know. I just like have this feeling. What? Oh, I was going to say, what do you think it is? But I was like, what do you um, So when you are having sex... <laughs> no! Do you use... Do you feel comfortable using spit or lube? To clarify, do you mean one or the other or in general do you feel comfortable using the necessary added wetness necessary added like if you're if you're having sex with a guy and like you just can't get wet like are you comfortable being like hey can we use spit or lube or are you just gonna sit there in, in pain and just like ride it out i'm gonna put myself back in the single days and answer this question okay 100 percent. i was comfortable using one or the other okay spit i think is are you opposed to trick one of my friends told me going down to suck for a second and then there's it's wet on that and then it slides in i mean i've done it but i think that's just a cop out for them to get a little sucky sucky okay oh it should be reversed no it could it could be down you it it could be fair would be would be fair but yeah i mean usually i'm just like (laughs) you like you like to do it oh either or yeah, but I'm like, if, but I've been with guys where they aren't about it. I'm like, oh, hold your horses. Well, we <laughs> no, literally have, shouldn't they know? Alex, you should know by now. The guys that I have dated are idiots. <laughs> no, hold on. I don't get this. They should know if you need it or not. Yeah, you would think. You would think. So I was like shocked when Jordan brought this up because like I didn't realize that this was like taboo. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like uncomfortable to ask or that. And also like them not. So one of my friends, I brought it up. This was like a month ago. I brought it up because we were just joking. And I was like, yeah, I just use like spit. And she's like, wait, I'm sorry. What? Like his or yours? And I was like, either or whatever easier, whatever more convenient at the moment. And she was like appalled. She was like, I didn't know that that was a thing. And I felt bad because as women, it's sometimes very difficult to get dry. It could be alcohol related hormones, like to get wet, sorry, to get wet, Yeah, to get dry, (laughs) to get wet. And like, that's unfortunate that some people sit in pain because they're too uncomfortable to ask for a lubricant or of some sort. Okay. Hold on. Okay. The most ideal scenario obviously is that you're soaking wet. It slides right in. That's great. Yeah. If that's not happening though, he's got to know and (laughs) take control from his point of view. Like there's resistance and you just, Go, continue just go in ow no he ow. should he's got to like, yeah i mean like i said to be fair i was i was younger this has not happened to me in years yeah i was gonna say like th- i feel like there should be no issue for him being like let's wet in it but like now i'm thinking about what what does my friend do is she just always wet 
She could be. She could be. <laughs> Good for her. I know. Lucky girl. I, w- I would be, di- yeah, I would be very down for either. I mean, absolutely. Let me tell you what, in no scenario am I, j- it- it's hurting me to think about it. Am I just allowing it? No, I would be like, hold on. Yeah. Hold the phone. But he should know that. He, he should, should proudly take charge of that. Yeah, I don't know if it's a sanitary thing, but if you if it is, like, go buy it at the store. Yeah, and it's and fun. I feel like Lotion. If you, if you just do it right away, I'm um, wait. Like hold, you, please. What did you just say? You can use lotion. Uh, Alex Bennett, you are not putting lotion on a dick. I say a dick and putting that in your vagina. Hundred percent. I feel like you get like a yeast infection. I haven't had one in years. Doesn't that sting? Like you no. like Luberderm? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. You totally can. I'm sure you can, but... No, I'm telling you, you can. I feel like that would give me a yeast infection. Not at all. No, really, really, really. Really? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know. <laughs> all right. So she knows the whole world Maybe you world just have a balanced pH. Yeah. Well, I do, well, I do think... And I think what you said yesterday was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did she say? Oh, um... Oh, <laughs> uh, we were talking about like um, UTIs and yeast infection stuff because my friend just got one, and she used well. So back in the day, she was dating a guy who would get um, sorry, she was dating a guy, and she would get UTIs every once in a while. And after they broke up, she went to the doctor, and he was like, "How often do you get UTIs?" And she's like, "Well, I was dating the same guy for a long time, but I only got it like once or twice." And he was like, "Do you think he was cheating on you? Because that means someone's pH was out of whack, meaning that he, someone was having." like swabbings in some way shape or form so her and i like have this like running joke where like if you are hooking up with a guy and you get like uti or yeast infection it means your ph that your phs don't mix which means they probably aren't somebody for you oh like in general that's what she was saying in general yeah Yeah. no like a doctor literally asked that she and she was like is your partner cheating on you because which i'm sorry this is probably gonna rock a lot of people well not my current world but that that this guy I was dating for like a year in college was definitely cheating on me no, the she, entire no. time. But do you see what else she's saying? Yeah. Like it could also be you're just not like a pH match. Yeah. yeah. I Which, still think he was probably cheating on me. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. That. like so it's like a running joke. Like if you if because we're always like compatibility. It's like, well, is your pH compatible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, checked wow, out there. That is really fucking crazy, actually. Like I've right. never had one, but like my friend does, and yeah, it was just interesting because of this happened again to her where she like was having sex with a guy and it was long distance and. She got one one time and she was like, do you think he's cheating on me? What if you had sex with him for the very first time and you got one? You're just not compatible pH wise. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe unless there's like, I mean, I don't know. I guess there's like alternate factors. Like maybe you guys were like having sex in the mud. I don't know. <laughs> that was very I've never had one. of you. <laughs> Random. It's never happened to me before. I've never had one. So I, um, I wouldn't know. You ever had a UTI? No. Well, long. Let me tell you what. Lucky you. I feel like once you get them, you can't. They come so frequently. I think we talked about this one time. It's like where your um your urinary area is like how close it is to your butt because the bacteria <laughs> can get back and forth easier. I've only had one, and it sent me into a spiral. I've heard it hurts like a bitch. I only would get them at the, for this like year when I was dating this guy. I swear, every morning I would wake up with a, with like a UTI. He was cheating on you. He was totally cheating on me. Because think about like the pH, like that. His dick is mixing with so many other girls' pH and going back to yours with a completely yeah. different pH and messing it up every single time. Fuck! No, God damn it! I think it's more compatibility though. Because what if there's a guy that that goes out and he sleeps with girls all the time, and you're one of them? He he's not cheating on you, but he's mixed with a lot of people. Like that could not give you one. But I do think that. I think there's more about compatibility of pHs that could be true. Also, you know, another compatibility thing. <laughs> so, you know, when guys have facial hair. Yeah. And like, sometimes you make, you kiss them and like, sometimes your skin is so irritated and sometimes you kiss them and like, it never irritates you at all. I think that's compatibility too. Cause I remember one time, this was like a year ago, I had sex with this guy with facial hair and I had the worst reaction to him ever. So the point where I'd be like, even if I liked you, I couldn't even date you because we were not compatible <laughs> In the in the face department, would you get like um like rug burn, like a rash? Yes, wow, it was the worst I've ever had it. And then, I mean, the guy I kissed the last weekend, like he has facial hair, didn't affect me at all. Like the la- like my ex had facial hair, didn't affect me at all. I think it's even like if, they, if if I dated a guy that had a cat, I would have to break up with him because I would have allergic reactions. Like I think it, I think it boils down to like that stuff too. Like my skin is my prized possession. I can't 
break out every time you kiss and have sex? Well, absolutely not. I mean, so, like you physically could not. So I think that's something too. Like your skin has to be compatible and your pH has to be compatible. Your astrology has to be compatible. <laughs> I think it's all, we're all drawing lines everywhere. Yeah. Quick pause to talk about Manscaped because it's time to get your man ready for hot boy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code mean girl. Manscaped is dedicated, dedicated to helping men level up their full body grooming game with the performance Package 4.0. So funny because we just talked about this last episode and it's like every guy, seriously, go get this. Or girls, get it for your guy. Shave the balls. Shave them. Trim the balls, actually. Sorry. (laughs) Trim them. A light trimmed. Yeah, we don't want like a hit. Yeah. (laughs) The perfect perfect package 4.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower, 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. Oh my gosh. Run, don't walk. Whether he's trimming his chest or the treasure chest in his pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. (laughs) Their products can also be used for females as well. High five to that. Literally, no one likes nose hairs. Okay. So the package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. This is literally... Oh, baby. You also get two free gifts. The Shred... Nope. The Shed travel bag. $39 value added. And, wow, the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. Gosh. Wow. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code MEANGIRL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code MeanGirl at manscaped.com. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself and your man a favor and help him upgrade his self-care. The, wow, the, trim that treasure chest. Cosign. <laughs> Our whole episode, questions. Listener question. Give it to me. If a, if a guy offers to cook for you on a first date, do you think he's poor? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. Go out to, Go out to eat. I think he's poor or he's boring or he's too artsy for me. Or he's <laughs> cheap or lazy. And I'm not lazy, but cheap. He's not lazy. Yeah, cheap. <laughs> but he's cheap or he's just like so proud of his culinary skills. And like, I don't care. Also, you should never go to someone's apartment on a first date. There's way too many things that can end it right there. Like if you left the toilet seat up, like I'm out. Or if yeah. your trash is overflowing. I think if someone cooks for me on a date, that's the most romantic thing ever. But it has to be like probably third or fourth date i was thinking about this earlier what date number okay so obviously like to answer the question do i think do we think he's cheap or broke yeah and like a lot of other things yeah i think it's a red flag i just i actually don't because if you have a kitchen that is nice enough to cook for someone like in a not creepy like a like a normal kitchen in new york at least is like Hard to come by. Can you do that on like it's the third? Like have a nice apartment to host someone like that, I think. Well, then then I want you, if you have the type of kitchen that's going to wow me to cook in it, I want you to put it in your back pocket and impress me with right. it on date five. Yeah. I'm First like, date is, what if you're trapped there? When do you like, leave? You can't leave. That's what I mean. Like, what are you wearing? Are you doing your makeup kind of like oh. to go over there? Like it's a restaurant the first. So this is, this is my question now. How many, if you, if a guy is starting to date you and take you on dates, how many dates do you want out to eat? And then when do you want the first one at home with like a movie? So if you have not been intimate yet, like if, if you're like playing, like do, if you're better than me and playing, <laughs> playing the part or playing hard to get and you haven't like slept with them drunkenly after like this first, second, third date. I think that with how busy people's schedules are, maybe like third is appropriate. Fourth, fourth, fourth. I think four. That could be like a month and a half. That could be two months in. Like you do you, the first one's the first one. No brainer. The first date has to be, you get dressed up. We meet at a restaurant. He pays like it's the traditional date situation. Mm -hmm. Two and three, I think are some version of that. Like maybe you're getting more comfortable, but four, I think it's nice if he's like, come over to my apartment. Let's hang out. Wear your sweatpants. Like let's chill. Yeah. I also think too, um, that just like shows some like it's very intimate. So that just shows a whole nother side of you. Like you're allowing someone to see your apartment, see if you're clean or you could just travel, I guess, and see all of that and meet a guy for the first time <laughs> in a different state. I just realized that. Oh like, my God. I was going to say you did it all at once. Like you saw how he left his bathroom. Like a guy's bathroom it is clean. Was it clean? Oh, his apartment was spotless. It was very, I was very impressed with the cleanliness. An ode to the mother. I, I didn't, I kind of liked doing it all at once. So cause it's like ripping off a bandaid. I, this is what I said to you before you went though. Like you needed to know all of these things. If you're going to spend your time talking to him, 
you just go go figure it all out at once, especially lot, like distance wise. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody has time to not figure it out all at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's intimate though to have someone at your apartment. Like that's your space. Oh, do you have uh, must haves? Oh, oh, what are your must haves? Lube. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spit. A big loogie. <laughs> kidding. Um. Hmm. Okay, my must-haves are okay. I'm gonna. We've never done. I, I think the number one book, and I reread it this morning, is "Think Like a Monk" by Jay Shetty. Mm-hmm. I'm also putting a straw cowboy hat on the list because everything I've read about things that are coming in style for spring are like straw um, cowboy hats. So that, and then um, a pair of neutral dunks. Like Ooh. they're like cream on white, and they just came out. So I'll send you all those. Those are my three. Um, mine is the Karatasi hair oil. I, I made you get this, I think, at <gasps> Sephora. Yes, I loved it. Isn't it great? I still I still reuse it, yes. It's perfect for traveling, too, because it's like that hair oil that you literally... Just, like, if you had to bring one thing, I would recommend bringing that. It just does it all. Uh, uh, yes, if you recommend a beauty product, it's always good, so yes. Yeah, I, I think that's my fave. Um, oh, I did all three of mine, sorry. Honestly, I'm just really vibing with... Um, Sold, sold de Janeiro. Yeah, sold de Janeiro. Mm. So when I traveled to see this guy, I got like toiletries like that were small, and I got like sold de Janeiro um, lotion, body wash, and sprays. It came in like a traveling pack, and it was so convenient. So it smelled so good, and their products are phenomenal. You've that's the stuff you've always loved, right? The lotion stuff. Yeah, but I got a different flavor i usually get the pink and this time i got the yellow okay and i like i felt so comfortable and confident too because i was like i smell so good (gasps) it like it's such a good product Mm. i was like okay sol de janeiro hi how are you okay i love that yeah yeah that's nice great for traveling and they have like all of all of it so it's like nice because you just smell like one thing you don't like all these mixed things going on Ooh. okay i'm gonna get some yeah sephora good for traveling cool yeah okay what a fun episode. Fun. What a fun question episode. <laughs> Why do I feel brain dead? I don't know. Today is struggling. I drank three bottles of wine last night, so I'm dead. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, I took sleeping pills at 9. Oh, no, 9.45, nice. I think. Uh, AB, do you want to do what you do best? Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, leave us a five-star review, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and I think that that's all. Have a really happy weekend and week, and happy Cinco de Mayo. And we love you guys.